Welcome back to Retail Therapy, episode 26. My name's Will. In the studio with me today, as always, my co-host Barrett Dudley. Barrett, how's it going today? It's going all right. Um, you know, every, everything is is totally on the up and up, but I will I will voice a little bit of frustration. And and here's what it is. About five days ago, I'm looking at the weather forecast for a little yeah. holiday shindig yeah. that's happening on Saturday evening. Looking pretty perfect between 50 and 60 degrees, maybe 8, 11% chance of rain. Every single day I've checked back in, that temperature just keeps clicking up, 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 up. Now we got scattered thunderstorms in a high of 78 on Saturday, and I'm a little bit bummed. I'm over it, man. Yeah. I'm over it. I was having a beer the other day with uh, Brett Merriman. Uh, he does business development for us here at Washed Media. He's the host of the Mail-In Podcast with my wife, Sally. And uh, I was wearing a, a green jacket. I had a, a beer in front of me. I, I was looking a little cozy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he looked at me, and he was just like, this is how you're supposed to be. And I was like, this is how I'm supposed to be, Brett. And, and unfortunately, this Texas weather, it really just takes me out of my wheelhouse every single December. And we were having a nice run, like yeah. sustained, cool weather, you know, able to throw on your little light jacket or cardigan or whatever and, and just make it coast through the day. And, and now we're just we're right here at the uh, the holiday party weekend. We're just getting absolutely boned. We decorated our Christmas tree, you know, and I bought a bunch of firewood because I was like, man, what better than a crackling fire next to a Christmas tree? Now when I go to bed at night, the air conditioning's on. Do you do you have a Christmas tree vibe? Do y'all have like an like a, an aesthetic for your Christmas tree? Do our you Christmas know, do tree. You know what you're going for? Or do you just like slap on the lights and the ornaments, and and that's that. What we did is that early on in our relationship, we decided just to buy a bunch of ornaments and do an investment upfront for a bunch of ornaments that had to do with things that we enjoyed. Okay. So we do have a very personalized Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. But we're also fake Christmas tree people. It's okay. Until I get a house of my own. Yeah. Until I have some space, sure. I'm not going to go get some Christmas tree. Do, I, so is this one that pops out and it's got the lights already on it? Uh, it is, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All it right. is, it is. And it's treated us well up until this point. And uh, we don't have a topper, which is why we use a cowboy hat. But honestly, we get positive feedback on the cowboy uh, yeah, hat most yeah, of the nice. time. It's and so Texas we just keep move. it going. Yeah, we just keep it going. And honestly, like, I kind of want my Christmas tree to have, like, its own kind of personal style and aesthetic. And and this year, it's giving Western wear. Yeah, I love it. We, we've been in an, a Christmas tree identity crisis. And now we are we are waiting, even though we were very early on the purchase of our Christmas tree uh-huh. this year. Uh, we were apparently not early enough on white lights. We decided to ditch any colored lights on the tree this okay. year. We had some white strands, but we wanted to go all white. We were, we were shopping around this past week, this last weekend. Totally gone. All gone. Many, many, many white lights for your Christmas tree. We did something we never Sold do, out. and we bought a strand of the large colored lights, uh-huh. and I had no idea how much these actually cost. I might need to put them on my wish list moving forward, <laughs> hoping that Sally gets them, because I was just like, what? How, how much for one single strand? Like, we were just trying to put out a vibe to our neighbors from our balcony. Yeah. Nothing crazy. You were seeing exp- an, a, high, a high ticket there? Maybe I just have a very uh, unfair expectation of how much Christmas lights should be. Because in my mind, it should be like nine ninety nine for all you can eat. I, I mean, okay. Well, a one <laughs> single strand of, of C9 incandescence is what I think you're talking about. And those those shouldn't be more than 12 bucks for a strand of 25 or something like that. Maybe we got hosed. Did you, did you, did you pull up like a Christmas tree or a Christmas light link from like the Goop gift guide or no, something? No, we didn't. Is that what we happened? Did not go full goop. We didn't go Gwyneth Paltrow for it. I think we just went on. I think we just went on Amazon and called it a day. Huh? Who knows? We. Yeah. I mean, that people be taxed. They're taxing out there. They're taxing. They probably just you know? like the second it goes December one, they're like, all right, time to time to That's absolutely right. shell these. People. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to something on our on 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 my out list that that kind of you know. There's connects to that. We've done this is our 26th ever episode of retail therapy. And I have to admit, today might be the most anticipated episode I, I've I've <laughs> like ever had. I, I've been looking forward to this episode. I I you and I were on the same page. We actually actually started doing our lists separately. We're talking yeah, about yeah. in and out lists. Uh, before we get into those, actually, and I want to get into them as soon as possible, let's do some quick announcements. First and foremost, go follow us on Instagram at retail.pod. We're having fun over there. We just eclipsed 7,000 followers. Uh, we're probably going to have just an absolute party in Austin when we hit 10K. Invite all the who's who of who's yeah, in Austin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe get like a really sceny photographer there. Um, I heard Emrata and Pete Davidson might join. I've heard, that's what I've heard. Shallow request. If you're going to follow Retail Pod, will you also follow me? Yeah, I'd love make that to get, happen. I'd love to get to 10,000 at the same time retail.pod. What are you at right now? Like 7,300. Okay, we can build. Yeah. We can build. I think we might need to start posting more uh, mirror selfies and things mm. of that nature on there. Yeah, really gas up our own brand. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, we do list our <laughs> companions with links and everything to uh, pretty much everything we talk about. Uh, go check those out at willdefreeze.substack.com. That'll you get emailed out the same day that the episode drops. If there's ever a day where maybe I'm a couple hours late, yeah, it's because I was sleeping in and the episode drops before. But it'll eventually be up there. Just know that. I'm not going to hang anyone out to dry. And finally, go watch our episodes at YouTube uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries Podcast. Uh, pretty much every single retail therapy episode is there except for one. But we like to have fun. Uh, we're having some some desktop presenter issues. So while we're not doing what we've done all year up to this point, uh, that's just Barrett just absolutely killing it on the ones and twos. We will have some uh, on-screen stuff for today's episode that makes it a little easier to digest. And that's uh, in producer Randy's hands. That's our New Year's resolution, though, is to get, uh, get the desktop presenter working again we'll have retail therapy tech day in the studio where we're all right, you'll yeah. teach me how to use desktop <laughs> presenter so i can do it myself sometimes uh we'll have you guys uh downgrade your ios to whatever it would be what are you on right now uh yeah that's i might have to do that because I, I went up to this uh this ventura robin ventura and uh it's it's uh it, it seems to have lost a lot of compa- compatibility with a number of things i love that it's not just limited to desktop presenter i won't get into the weeds on on that stuff, but there there are some things missing. I, I, it sounds like between that and your Genius Bar appointment tomorrow, I'm not <laughs> jealous. I'm not envious of the I'm tech ha- issues I'm happening. I'm having a bit of an issue with Tim Apple this week. It's it's that's no cap, you know. Well, maybe there's some in and out list stuff that might uh, <laughs> might dunk on them a little bit. But before we get to those, uh, this this week's in and out lists are presented to you by Early Bird CBD. We're big fans of Early Bird. I actually took one last night, and I slept like an absolute baby. I did the thing where I woke up, and it was still a little dark outside, and I tapped my phone, thinking it was going to say 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. It said 6.20, and I was like, ooh, I slept through the night very well. Wow. If you're not familiar with Early Bird CBD, these are recreational hemp gummies that contain around 2.5 milligrams of THC and around 12.5 milligrams of CBD in each gummy. These are formulated for fun and to make you feel good without getting too lit. These, uh, these were formulated with a micro dose of THC in them, so you do feel that little buzz. It is so nice before you maybe go out for the night. Maybe you're staying in for the night and you're just watching a little Christmas movie. You watch any Christmas movies this year, Barrett? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I always, I always have to get in my Home Alones. Home you have Alone, to. The original and Home Alone Two: Lost in New York, obviously, and uh, and then a little Christmas Vacation as well. I think the first one I watched this year is the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen. Oh wow, I haven't tossed that one on yet. Who, by the way, just had like an all-time run in the '90s. He did, he did. Between like Buzz Lightyear, the the Santa Claus, and all while doing Home Improvement. Yeah, like this man was on top of the world. He had a good agent, yeah, for sure, for sure. I might uh, take two and get a little family stoned to the family Ooh, stone. Yeah. Who knows? Do we count that as a Christmas movie? It is. I think so. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's, it's a tough watch sometimes if you feel a little awkward, but it's good right. enough. I no, think I, actually, I, I think really, really, I, for whatever reason, I love that movie. The early birds actually help that awkward feeling that you might get while watching Sarah while watching Jessica Parker. SJP, just yeah. absolutely <laughs> take her stock. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want 20% <laughs> off everything at earlybirdcbd.com, go over there and use promo code Wix. This discount code is single use, which means you need to load your cart, especially if you're getting gifts for people, because you're going to want to keep some for yourself. And I will note that Wix is a new code for this podcast. And that means that if you've used a code in the past, that was probably scary. You have a new opportunity to use this one-time code again. Again, that's 20% off everything when you use promo code Wix at earlybirdcbd.com. Barrett, this is big news for everybody. Uh, A few episodes ago, I think it was early November, you and I went through a couple lists from people. One was Starter Packs of New York City, where the the admin of that account uh, just did a screenshot of several things that she considered to be in and several things that she considered to be out. Some of those things were uh, purses from when you you were in middle school, kissing at the club but not fingering, (laughs) hunter boots, low-slung belts not looped in, just hanging. Uh, listening to whatever you like, things things like that. Yeah. And then uh, her outlist had acrylics going to after parties, tweeting like a hater. Gum. I yeah, love that gum, she's out gum on gum. Out, just out. I love that. Out. out. I have not abided by that. I've been chewing a lot more gum lately. A lot of zebra. You get you on that zebra stripes grind. I found some at the. I found some high end stuff at the grocery store mm. that uh, is for like organic or something. It tastes Ooh. like shit. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another guy, Griffin Funk. He said the current mainstream is uncut gem shirts, freelance creative bios, ketamine, pearl necklace chokers, Carhartt, running a mood board, Instagram, Le Labo Noir Twenty Nine, F One, straight bros with painted nails, Birkenstock, Boston's, and house music. 
what Baird and I have done is we've, we've taken inspiration from these lists and we've come up with our own list to end out the year of retail therapy. Should we just dive right into these things? Uh, well, so I want to say two more things, uh, you know, off of your little intro there. I, I forgot that it was starter packs of NYC that, that sent out that list. And so I, I thought it was Nolita Dirtbag. Yeah. And so I started crawling around on Nolita Dirtbag and that along with putting together my list, like, you know, I, I was looking at Nolita Dirtbag, I was putting together my list, and then we found the original starter packs of NYC one. It it, it should go without saying that we're just not cool, like to the to the level of no. of the NYC twenty somethings. Correct, correct, yeah. Like the They're, level of things that they have to pull from the the inside jokes that that it's just a di- it's it's just a different scene, man. Like, and it's it. What's weird is that I understand. It's it's just that it is the hub of culture. It's the center of culture because I understand everything. It's the city that never sleeps. I know exactly what every single spot they're talking about, whether it's Rays or Carbone or whatever or or whatever else, right? <laughs> well, I got bad news for Carbone. But it's like, but but putting this together, I was like, man, we were really some washed up mid thirty somethings in a city that isn't as cool as New York. That's why it was difficult like, to make this so list. They, so <laughs> I was putting stuff on here, and I was like, dude, like I don't like this. It, this is currently in, which means it's it's on its way out. <laughs> Like it's, it's difficult to do this. Yeah. And I, you know, and I wanted to, I I also think it's funny that you, you went in then out, which is the way that we are saying the list, but for whatever reason I I did out then in, Okay. you know, I think because I was, I I was having trouble. I was having more trouble with the outs than the ins. What do you want to start with? I think we should start with the ins. Okay. Yeah. Let's start with the ins. This is my first time seeing Barrett's list. Can I read off some of yours? I'm just going to read off all of yours actually. Unisex clothing. Restaurant hangs where you don't need a resi. Oh, that's it. I like that one. Sexy style. I have a little something similar. Yeah, you to do that. too. That's yeah. We, Loggers, yeah. all '90s and 2000s boy band hair. Ooh, okay. Millennials, drinks after dinner, chickpeas, pantsuits, physical menus, leather couches, Vespas, and tiny beanies. Physical menus. What, where do you you Where do you want to start? Physical menus. Physical menus. I like yeah. physical. I like that you're saying these are in. I think nothing did more for the QR code than the pandemic. That that's we know. Right. That that is absolutely correct. But, but if I you, absolutely crave a physical menu. Dude, these if days. you if you are a restaurant that thinks you are a good restaurant, like a like a nice sceny spot, you have to dump the QR code at the table. You have to. Just I don't even. It doesn't even have to be laminated. Print the paper. Kill the trees. I don't care. You what have about, to hand me something. Do not make look because it, here's what it is. You sit down with your friends or your family or your date or, or whoever, and I, I've noticed a, a a big change when I've been hanging out with people recently and, you know, friends, family. People are sitting down, and they're being very, very conscious to not pull out their phones. Have you noticed this? <sighs> yes. It, and, I, and I love that. So I hate it when you sit – when you basically give everybody an excuse – to sit down at the table and everybody pulls out their phones and his no and his nose to the phone because it's a, like a dimly lit restaurant and you're making me like you know do my thumb and my forefinger to enlarge a stupid menu on the website like give me just give me the real menu we got to bring these back what about the people that like what about the restaurants that actually like put it physically on their tables like they either got like a little metal thing that they've fixed to the table or they had it like literally like burned into the table like those are the qr code they got to go throw those tables in a pile and set them on fire yeah their qr code is just there i don't even care if you leave it there if 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 there are people that prefer the qr code for whatever reason fine but but like I'm over the QR code menu. I want it, you know, I want to touch the menu. I want to see it. I want to look at it. I don't want to have to get out my phone to begin my meal. I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. I I, I, I do like a QR code for certain reasons these days, but the one thing I, I did like it for for a little bit was restaurants, but I'm back out on that. You're, you kind of hit the nail on the head with loggers here too. Yeah. I'm going to so, stay in the restaurant uh, place right now. Let's stay in the in the restaurant place. I, I've got uh, – th- there are a couple on my in and out list that are kind of like swaps. Yeah. Like, so I was going to say, if you have any that are one in, in one out, out. let's, yeah, so let's just confront those. So I'll, 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 I'll combine my in, lagers, out, shitty, hazy pale ales and IPA with catchy cans. Um, look, I, I, I went deep on the hazies just like everybody else. I love a good hazy pale ale. Shouts to Pine House Pizza's electric jellyfish. Correct. But – it got to the point where every single cool local brewery, all the ones that all your you know little local grocers and cool liquor shops stock, 
was making a hazy because that's what people wanted. Yeah. And like after after buying a lot of them, because I was like, oh, that's cool and local and has a dope ass can. Eighty percent of them suck ass. Correct. They're Correct. really bad. Correct. You know what's never bad? Peroni, Stella Artois. There you go. Like the they're, like they're, they're just a nice, crisp, clean lager, something heavier than a Miller Lite, but where you can still drink five and not feel that bad. I think like, we're going to enter a world right now where you got two choices when you go to the bar. You're either getting a lager or you're getting a dark beer. Which one do you want? <laughs> that's the rest. Of, that's the rest of the cold season. Or yeah. I say cold season. That's the rest of this winter and in, in, uh, early spring. It, it, and it's it's interesting because it's definitely I go I I go into a lager mode basically starting around December. This is kind of perpetual for me, but like. I get my winter warmers in Oktoberfest kind of out of the way, October, November, yeah. um, because that's when they're available. Especially by the, by the time Christmas is come, yeah, I am done. I am yeah. done with the heavy beers. Well, I don't want any more Christmas sales. I don't um, need any more Shiner Cheers in my life. Get and them like, out. Yeah, my, fa- my favorite winter beer, like my favorite Christmas beer is Stella. I love a Stella. Yeah. I love a Stella. I even like the glass. I used to, I used to poo-poo the glass. I don't do that anymore. No, no, you got to get the glass. Uh, so that that that's where I'm at on on the beers right now. What about restaurants? Restaurant hangs where you don't need a resi. Yeah. So and and we can kind of connect this to oh well that's on your out list, but we can we we maybe should talk about it as well because you've got some restaurant stuff here too. But the the reservation situation has gotten out of hand. And look, I you know I want to go to Kanja here in Austin. I'd love to have a sceny dinner at Abba just like everybody else, right? Sammy's. It's a great spot. Um, but I'm really, really, really tired of having to book shit out six, eight, ten weeks. Barrett, I ju- just to have like a fun dinner the with first my restaurant, the first restaurant that you just named. Yeah. I, I went there. I enjoyed it. I liked it so much that I knew I needed to make another reservation. I did that yesterday. I went on and I said, When's the first time I can get a reservation at this restaurant? Kanje, <laughs> C-A-N-J-E in yeah. Austin. Uh, when's the first time that I can get a reservation not after 9 p.m.? Yeah, right. That's that was my only thing. Sure. I didn't I didn't want to do the late reservation. I wanted to have a very normal reservation time. Yeah. And I found a six-person reservation at 8 p.m. on February 3rd. Yeah. I have to wait I have to wait till February <laughs> 3rd. I have to yeah. wait two months to Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'll and get that, there eventually. Like, right. And so it you, you know, that's great. It's nice to have something far off in the distance that kind of like surprises you and and pops up and you're like, "Oh shit, I made that reservation." But I'll also say that I have done that. I've been doing this with La Piscina, uh-huh. a little restaurant, MML, over yep. at the Austin Proper Hotel, that I have had to punt on four months in a row because something else comes up. I've had to punt it back a month, four months in a row now because- You got to start going for lunch. Dude. So I, it's just like, let, let's get back to some restaurants. At least Let's pump up the restaurants where this is not happening because it means a lot of things if, if, if they are- Running smoothly, operating, and you also don't need a reservation. I love it. It means they're staffed up. It means they're they're big and typically have like spaces where it's nice and and, and comfortable, and you're not packed in like a sardine. Uh-huh. Um, it usually means they're not as expensive, and it they're they're just I just want to be able to say, "What are you doing tomorrow night?" Yeah, yeah. Let's go grab. Yeah, let's, let's go, go grab that. dinner. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. To, well, and 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 you know. Let's go get some drinks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to have to like be scrolling Resi for 45 minutes saying, well, I guess we could go to District Kitchen and Cocktails. It's so disrespectful that when you search any restaurant on the re- on the app, like that you, you get the same restaurant at the top of the app every single time. And it's like, <laughs> I don't want, I clearly don't want that restaurant. I don't care that they've paid to be at the top of the open table app. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Get this thing out of here. I, I'm not going there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while we're on restaurants, can we jump to your, to a couple things on your app? You can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring up yeah. anything you want. Uh, restaurants with locations only in New York City, Miami, Las Vegas, and LA. I got bad news for your Nobus, for your Carbones, <laughs> for those kind of restaurants. I- I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I-, I don't care about the hype. I'd rather, I'd rather just go support somewhere local, somewhere that's been there for X amount of years. Uh, I recently went to uh, a popular LA restaurant called Little Dom's for an Italian meal. And I have to say, I enjoyed it so much more than my experience at Carbone in Las Vegas. And part of it was because I just felt like I was actually contributing to the neighborhood where I had that meal. As opposed to Carbone, I felt like I was just giving my money to this corporation. Yeah, you're now now funding like a a restaurant conglomerate, essentially. Yeah. If you're you're one of these restaurants that only has your New York City, your Miami, your Las Vegas, your LA, your Scottsdale – you're, it's you're, I'm t- <laughs> like I then I, I don't want to go there anymore. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Thank you. But no. Yeah. No. You I, might. It, I I totally like once it once it happens to those restaurants, some of the shine comes off too, right? 
Yes. Like it's it it's well now like I don't want I I've already been to the Carbone Las Vegas. I, I don't want ever want to I don't need to go to another one in a different city. I'm gonna assume that it's very similar. Yeah, and it's probably and, and the New York one is probably better. Yeah, probably. But you but nobody will know that because there's like four locations now and and you're just gonna like experience one and be like, well, guess that was it. I did have a lot of uh, smug people when I uh, asked what the order was for Carbone mm-hmm. uh, in the Instagram story. A lot of people said uh, the order is to not go there and go somewhere local. <laughs> and while that was a smug answer and it wasn't very helpful to the cause, uh, I, I I get it. Yeah, you absorbed it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I wouldn't have answered that to somebody as you know. I was simply just I, I didn't have a choice in the matter. But yeah, I just I'm I'm done with these chain restaurants that are only in bougie ass cities. I don't need to deal with that anymore. Hey, uh, another piece on your out list. Yeah, dirty vodka martinis, dude. As I said, as I said you're, on my list, you're tossing out the olive juice. Grow up a little. <laughs> Grow up a little. Learn what liquor tastes like, and just take that. But uh, I'm worried about all these people out there that are just making their dirty vodka martinis way yeah. too dirty. Yeah. They are not realizing that these are so dirty that it's taken away the alcohol flavor. And then suddenly you got your three sheets to the wind after three martinis because you just got yourself ahead yeah. of yourself. Well, I'm going to be three sheets to the wind after three martinis no matter what uh, I'm, I'm choosing, whether, you know, gin, espresso, what, what have you. But I, I, I'll, here's where I'll, what I'll say for the vodka martini drinkers out there. I used to, I used to choose a vodka martini because I liked the super icy coldness of yeah. the liquor. Mm-hmm. Gin does the same thing, but you get a nice little botanical herb so tone good. to it. It's the botanicals. But super ice cold gin martini, you get the same refreshing vibe, especially yeah. especially if you go for like with a twist or something like that. Randy, add botanicals to the end list. Botanicals. Botanicals, and, Randy. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Another thing I had on my list for out that is a restaurant adjacent, oysters. Oh, wow. I didn't even see oysters. Out. Wow. Honestly, should be higher on my list. It's the last thing on my list. I'm, I'm, I am personally out. I think there's other things out there that uh, might deserve some, uh, some, some looks these days. Okay. Maybe some hamachi crudos. Yeah. Maybe we're doing, uh, I don't know. Maybe we're doing some thinly sliced uh, red meat with some truffle olive oil on there. I don't know. There's just if I'm if we're gonna keep eating these raw seafood things mm-hmm. or raw foods, yeah. I just I'm kind of over the oyster thing for right now. Okay. It might come. I mean, this summer might be a big oyster summer, but I just feel like we're all doing a lot of oyster stuff these days, and maybe we just need to pump the brakes a little bit. Maybe we should try some other fish in the sea. Maybe we should understand that maybe oysters just are kind of a give up order for a lot of people right now. I'm not saying that you can't order oysters. I'm not saying there's not a place for them some places. I do love a good oyster bar. But what I am saying is that you know maybe maybe we need to expand our horizons on these raw bar dinner or yeah, seafood yeah. tower. Go get a seafood tower. You can have the oysters on there. Get but, the, yeah on the seafood tower. Yeah, yeah. maybe seafood yeah. towers be a little should bit be on more my bougie, list. Please, yeah, spend Thank more. You. Spend more. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. You read my in list. Let's let's go up to yours here. We've got giving arts and crafts. I'm still not done with your in list, but yeah, I think we should no, we'll, we should we'll diversify. We'll bounce around. Yeah, uh, and I want I want to get I want to let the people know what's on yours here. Okay. Giving arts and crafts, loud handkerchiefs slash bandanas, mm-hmm. letterboxed accounts, surfing socials in a browser, indoor sunglasses, aging, filmsta accounts parentheses. Finsta's for film. Correct. <laughs> Being a little slutty sometimes. Got to be a little slutty sometimes. Quote, let's just get a bunch of entrees and split them. And finally, YouTube. I can explain. I can explain any of these that you need more explaining. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, boy, lots to cover, obviously. But you, I don't think I know what a Filmsta account is. Parentheses, Finsta's for film. So everyone knows... <laughs> What if everyone knows that a Finsta is a, a, a fake account that is yeah. just for your kind of squad members. You right. can, it's a less aesthetic thing. I don't think people are really using them as much as they used to these days. Yeah. I mean, no one that I really knew used them very hardcore anyway because I'm yeah. old. But what I think now is going to happen is that people are just going to start making separate accounts for their film as opposed to just posting them on their normal stories or on their normal feeds. And it's just going to be film people out there. Okay. Cameras are coming back. We're going analog these days. I have a film camera that I would love to start dipping into more with my son. So so here's part of the issue. I read film as like a film. No. You're saying film saying as in shooting photographs. on film. Yes. Shooting on yes. film. Yeah. Okay. I, that makes it's something sense. I would like now to do more now of. That's, now that's tracking. I think there is something very romantic about taking a photo and not seeing it for a very long time until that film has been developed. And sure. I think we should all, I think we should, all of us could be a little, uh, 
We could be well served by going back to that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah I feel like you should have put dark rooms on your end list. See, I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of uh, developing my own film, as no. I'm afraid that I would just ruin it, and I have a <laughs> shaky hand. Dark rooms always creep me out too, because a lot of people uh, in high school. It was a very intimidating crew that used our dark room in high school. I'm dating myself that we had a dark room in our <laughs> high school. <laughs> It just makes me feel real. No, it was just a very hip high school, I think. Yeah, that, um, that, that might be it too. Probably that. Let's go to uh, your number eight because here's here's where we've got a little bit of crossover. Oh, yeah. Endless. You have being a little slutty sometimes. I have sexy style. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, what I originally had is uh, is sexy men's style. Okay. So I want to talk about that. Like nipples? But uh, Yeah. Uh-huh. But I changed that to just sexy style. Because that's more where I was. There was um, Laura and I have been talking a lot about kind of the fall of the Christian girl autumn look, you know, the, yes. the decline of that, and yeah. how there are a number of things now that just like immediately you snap to like, oh, that's Christian girl, Christian girl autumn. Yeah, like you can't take it away. The floppy hats, the, the yeah, whatever. yeah, the the, the kind of ankle boots, yep. uh, just a bunch of those types of things, like skinny jeans, obviously, yeah. and then when paired together, obviously now you're in a costume. But the the kind of I feel like the antithesis of that also ties into my unisex clothing, uh-huh. which is just you, like the silhouettes are bigger, yeah, and maybe like you know maybe you have like a little peekaboo moment or maybe yeah. you're just like all out in like something that is super showy yeah super mini um uh, you know a, a micro mini dress or something I mean, like that for guys i'm still loving all of the mesh and the crochet and like ditch the tank top underneath just let those nipples fly like but i i you know i see a lot of like i'm seeing leather and pleather and more like bondage look out there too so whether it's like cozy and oversized silhouettes or whether it's just like i'm about to go to the leather bar like I just like I like more more sexiness. Can I say what possibly might be the douchiest thing I've ever said on retail therapy? Yeah. <laughs> I have never felt cooler in my entire life than when I got to wear my Ame mesh shirt. Yeah. At a Michelin star restaurant in mm-hmm. Positano. Yeah. I felt like I was on top of the world. I was like, this is what this is what dreams are made of. I got I'm nipples out at this beautiful restaurant, feeling sexy as hell. Yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. And, it, and, and this was like, I, you know, I, I really, I erred on the, on the side of optimism and progression and like championing people on this one, because I did think yeah. about like, you know, we've had so many lace shirts now, like it's like the, the, the trend is, is being absolutely kind of inundated and, and saturated, right? You can get them, you can get them anywhere now. But I, but I'm, I'm, so I thought I almost went out on that type of stuff. And then I, the more I thought about it. My my boy Cam on White Lotus was wearing a nice little like crocheting number on the most recent episode, and I just said, why would why would I kibosh that? Why would yeah. I stunt men from like showing out and feeling a little sexy about themselves? Yeah. And Aubrey Plaza, like she, I don't know what happened to her in mid season. I mean, a lot of stuff has happened to her mid season, but like she's she's going bra off like on the entire last episode. How just about like, that like blazer dress number with like the cutouts on the side? Yeah. That was that was sexy and slutty, dude. Yeah, and, and when I say slutty, I mean that in like the most the like most I'm propping you up. Yeah, way. like yeah. I I I think everyone needs to get a little sluttier out there. Yeah, I think we need. To, I think everyone needs to get a little flirtier. Uh, I'm glad we're on the same page on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what what else you got? What do you want to talk about on your end list? Let me see. I just think I I I am watching fewer and fewer movies in life, but I'm seeing more and more people talking about their letterboxed accounts and okay. just rating movies. And I think I think people are just getting more maybe maybe letterboxed accounts isn't the way to talk about it. Maybe it's just that people are tired of the traditional social medias and now we're just getting into like uh what would like you know how that we have like micro influencers? Yep. Now yep. we just have micro social media sites and letterbox is one of those. I even downloaded Letterbox recently and started and started uh, keeping track of my own. It's not a good list. I'm not. A, I wouldn't consider myself to be a movie buff by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But I would like to see what other people are watching. In that same vein, um, there's two things that I think are kind of related here. One would be uh, people surfing their socials on. Where did I put that in there? Yeah, you did. You did surfing socials in a browser is on your end list. That's the new heat. Imagine having the app on your phone. I'm not gonna. I'm not contributing to Zuckerberg <laughs> so, at this point. So this is on your browser, but on, on your, your browser. phone's browser. On your phone's browser. You on sc- your phone's you're browser. You're scrolling Insta on your on your Safari browser. Yeah, is what you're saying. Well, I'm not because I. It's my job in, that I have to post <laughs> things, so it's more difficult. But if I didn't have a job in media, there's a hundred percent chance that I would definitely be a browser scroller, so that I would spend less time on it and not have as many features on my phone. Okay. I think it's a good thing for screen right. time overall. Additionally. 
I also have YouTube. And by this, I mean, I think that people scroll, the youngs are, and by, by the youngs, I'm not talking about my, my wife's family. I'm uh-huh. talking about the young people. <laughs> sure. The sure. opposite of the yeah, olds. The youths. Yeah. The youths. They're just sitting there on YouTube instead of scrolling they, other stuff. They are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on the, on this. I've been, I've been on more YouTube recently. I love it. I'm not a YouTube scroller on my phone, admittedly. It's I'm no, I'm definitely not. But but on my Apple TV, I live in the YouTube app. It's one if, if, unless there's something I'm specifically targeting on television, I will go to the YouTube app first and see if there's any fun like eight to ten minute videos that I can rock out. I, I also know that this is not it's a, it's a intended usage for cool young people. But uh, just to to date myself and potentially segue into something else I have on my end list, you can also just learn to do literally anything on YouTube. You can. You want to know how to do something in Illustrator or Photoshop? YouTube. I fixed. You want to know how to build a deck? YouTube. I fixed like, some tubing issues in my car in my Subaru Legacy, and I. If you look at me, I'm the least. I'm the least mechanic person you've ever seen. I did it myself one time. Yeah. Because of YouTube. There we go. Uh, let me bounce over to my to my end list because this is one that Ooh. I that, that I'm 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 big on. Which one? Millennials. Yes. That that was. I was going to ask you about ba- this. Back in back in in 2023. Here, because here, here's what happened, and we've we've talked about this, and I, I still find it one of the most fascinating things. But were we out going into 2022? Oh, for sure. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. We, we have. Spent, I was feeling the heat. We've personally. spent the last three years, 2020, 2021, and 2022, is out essentially. Correct. We've just been taking, you know, taking strays from the Gen Zs as they became the cool generation and the cool kids, and they started setting the trends and. We were still doing side parts and um, skinny jeans and using the thumbs up and crying emojis yeah. and, the, and the crying laughing emojis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Any emojis I was told were just out. Here's uh, uh, gifts. Couldn't be me. It's always <laughs> no. secret. It's always me. I'm do always not, using Do gifts. not catch me. Do not catch me. <laughs> um, but here, here, here's why millennials, I think, are coming back in. Because the pandemic is now over for all intents and purposes. Yes, I know COVID is still out there. But for the most part, it's it's over. Central Market yesterday, uh-huh. the plastic panels in between you and the uh, cashier gone. Love things you love to see. I mean, you know, that was something. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and don't forget, we we basically invented all of this shit. Social media, constantly being on our phones, like like this is this was our wheelhouse. Oh yeah, we did. The next generation just kind of like took it ran with it, shaped it, made it a little bit edgier and cooler. But you give us the three years on the outs, on the outside looking in, I think we are very, very poised to essentially steal the ball back. Let's do it. And start making waves. I think it's fair. And I also think that like when it comes to style and everything, like all this, so much 90s and early 2000s style is coming back that like this is this is our wheelhouse. Yeah. We know exactly how to handle this situation. Right. There's a reason that like my brain is just defaulting back to all the things I liked in high school, which were pretty much skateboarding, fast rock music, and <laughs> hating the government. Like it's just like that's I feel like I'm morphing back into God, like what I was when I was a senior. Will, man, he just he hated the man. My parents he were so pissed man. when I went to an anti-George Bush rally with my sister. <laughs> And then I think I voted for him in the next election. <laughs> like I, I had no, I had no basis for anything back in the day. It was great. I miss it. I miss it. Uh, tell me about indoor sunglasses. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I can get in on that. Hold on. So, um, I didn't know how to phrase this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is where I need the help. Okay. And I'll be honest. After I put this on my list. One Haley Bieber posted an Instagram last night where she is wearing exactly what I was envisioning. Okay. These are not sunglasses where you can't see the person's eyes. These okay. are simply okay. tinted glasses. Got it. That would be considered sunglasses by all means. Yeah. But these are now worn as fashion pieces indoors acceptably and not looking like a dickhead. Okay. Like someone in the airport no, wearing I, them because they're hungover. I, I gotcha. Yep. Yep. I gotcha. Um, this is not something that I see myself doing. A lot of these things that are on my end list are not things that I see myself doing, but these are things that I just want other people to be embracing a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I like this. Uh, there, there's a sunglasses brand called Aquila, which is it kind of like steals from the, the, the trends of the, uh, the super high-end guys like Jacques Marimage, um, among others. And like they've got a lot of those like rose, light blue, light yellow tinted lenses. And it's uh, – yeah. yeah. You can, so you can get in here for – you know. Nominally 100 bucks instead of 700, which is nice. I was at the I was at a UT basketball game recently, and I saw a guy, and he I've seen him before around town. And the reason I know who he is is because he dresses phenomenally. 
some people will say that he dresses like a total asshole. This guy was wearing a throwback KD jersey and he had some giant, giant glasses on. <laughs> and I, I heard someone say as he was walking up to go get another beer, I heard someone say, what is that guy wearing? Like in a very demeaning way. And all I could think was, what is that guy wearing? <laughs> like I just loved it. And I, I, I don't know. I, I could never it – was, it was almost like the glasses from the dude in uh, Ocean's Eleven, the older guy. Like you know the really big like black round glasses? And uh, it's not something I could ever pull off. But I, if I see someone in public doing it, I'm like, yes. Yeah. You're trying to catch a vibe right now and I yeah. appreciate you. Yeah. Man, where do we want to go next? Should we jump over and should we read the outlists? Should let's go through the outlists. outs. Let's go through the outs. I'll let I'll let you read your out and then okay. I'll read my out. All right. Here, here's what's on my outlist. Uh, Tesla's pad tie, shitty hazy pale ales with catchy cans, anything under a seven inch hem. That's referring to to pants and jeans. Okay. Uh, mullets slash the baseball player haircut. Reselling. Please please stop. It, reselling everything, just all of it, just cut cut it out. Uh, New Balance five fifties, Brussels sprouts on menus to go back to to some restaurant knocks. Uh, the Siri voice on TikTok, I'm in on that. And balaclavas. This balaclava is a, this surprised is a, me. This is a stupid trend. This, this surprised is, this me. Is stupid. Can I tell you? I'm going to tell you immediately what I co-signed immediately. Yeah. That I don't need any. That I don't need much explanation on. Okay. I'm not saying we can't talk about these, sure, but sure. these are things that I co-signed immediately. Yeah. Teslas, hazy pale ales with catchy cans, uh, reselling New Balance 550s, Brussels sprouts on menus, <laughs> Siri voice on TikTok. Yeah. Those are immediate co-signs for me. I'm done. Okay. I have a pair of 550s that I just am looking at. I've I had a great time with them. I'll yeah. always look back fondly on my time with them. Mm -hmm. But I can't put them on anymore for some reason. I just I can't do it. I don't want yeah. to. I don't want to. They just it's a problem when a when a very cool shoe looks ten times better in a photograph than it does on your feet. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's not good. That's that's not what I want. I just liked wearing them. Like I kind of liked how they yeah. felt on my feet. They're, they are a comfortable shoe. I just I'm gonna miss it. But, but they got they got absolutely just obliterated on Instagram. And everyone got them too. They they they, they, they put out fifty different versions. You know, a hundred if you include all the general releases, and it's just, it it's not a good enough. Sh it's not like a. It, it for for me, it just doesn't have the like long lasting cachet of like an Adidas Samba, which it's, is kind of never not cool, yeah, but is sometimes very cool. Yeah, it didn't. It it never reached that classic status of like not going to go away. Yeah, I saw I saw Dave Portnoy wearing some courtside with some skinny jeans, and the second I saw it, I. Part of me died. That I was like, like 18 months ago. I was like, I can't yeah. do this anymore. I don't that wasn't I'm... 18 months. Yeah, it was. That was last season. No, no, no. no. That, you think, I think that was two basketball seasons ago. No. Maybe. I don't think I've seen you and yours since that photo got posted. It hasn't. I'll tell you, you that haven't. Much. I can tell you that much, too. <laughs> you haven't. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to touch on on the Teslas thing. I also want the, ba I want balaclavas right after Teslas. Okay, I'm queuing right. that up on Spotify. I'm swiping over and putting that in the in the yeah, playlist. Okay, There's just a note on Tesla because I know that everybody thinks this is that that my angle is the Elon angle. It partially is. He's kind of revealed himself to to be a clinical douchebag. But way beyond that, there's just so many cooler, better options out there. When was the did, why is Tesla not required to change its body style every four years like BMW, Mercedes, Audi, Volvo, and Tesla's every other are normie, cool car dude. brand? They're normie at this point. They've not changed the body style in ten years. Are you trying to scoop a Rivian? Hell yeah, yes, I'm trying to scoop a Rivian, my friend. I would love a Rivian. Dude, I parked next to one. For, I've seen them on the road. I parked next to one at the grocery store the other day. That shit is hot fire, dude. They're cool. Truck me up in a Rivian. <laughs> they are Get cool. Get that Tesla shit out of here. I'm so um, glad you're going this route. Yeah. So uh, that. So it's not. But that. It's not just like Elon Twitter. No. It's way more than that. It's that Tesla is kind of dated and old now. I hate to say this, but I rode. I rode a Tesla for the first time in a few years the other day. Uh, not the other day. About a month ago. It was a. It was an Uber, and I got in, and it was a brand new Tesla, and it was clean and nice inside. But yeah. I still was like, man. Elon's current uh, situation has really tanked the stock for me when it comes to uh, being excited about being in this nice car. Yeah. It was just, I just wasn't into it. So balaclavas have been all over my TL for the uh -huh. last like two weeks. Yeah. Especially today. Yeah. The, the, uh, the ALD Drake's Drake, dropped yeah. today. They had theirs. This was a late ad for me. I, I saw that ALD Drake's put one out and I said, that's it. It's going on my outlist. I'm not, I'm not opposed to this. I've never really been in on it as I've never really understood why you want to look like you're an Eastern European uh, <laughs> robber. But that's just me. 
Yeah, um, it's so sometimes trends bubble up that are are just. It's weird because for me, obviously, we live in Central Texas, so what I'm about to say is pretty specific to us. But balaclavas here are, you know, are about as useful as well. I I don't know if I'm allowed to say that joke anymore. They, they are not. <laughs> they are not useful here. No, there, there is zero function. So you know, o- over the years, I, we've sometimes talked about things, um, you know, like on Club Cool, where we'll call it like a New York trend, where like you can kind of only get away with it if you like you're in New York or LA, because, yeah, or in a walking city like Chicago, maybe even so like stuff. The like trend the, hasn't gotten so popular that there's familiarity in the other cities, like you well, just, or even like just like the like the hip pack, but you'd like sling it around your shoulder, right? Yeah. Like I was, I, I can do that at ACL. Yeah. But where else am I going to utilize that? We're a car city. We drive everywhere. Yeah. Like a tote is far more functional for us than You're like right. a cool hip pack. You're right. So it so there there are just sometimes trends that are um that just like make sense in like a fashion city but don't really make sense here. So this is one where it's like this is I understand the functionality of a balaclava if you live in Winnipeg. Yeah. But like if it's not getting to sub-zero temperatures on the reg and you need to be like outside fucking cross-country skiing or something. You don't need there's, it. There's no point in this. And it's you, you're just covering up your face. There's no way that that having wool covering your entire face, except for your eyes, is comfortable. Like what you you're messing up your hair. Mm-hmm. The, 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 that's the that I think that's the number one killer for me. I don't even like wearing hats because I don't like messing up my hair. Like I do it, think messy hair is in right now, so maybe it doesn't matter. I didn't put that on my list, but it, it was a it was an honorable mention. It's just like a little too like it like I'm it, if you are wearing a balaclava, it's it's for the gram, basically. Because you, I'm not going to sit here and do a podcast with you wearing a balaclava. I'm not going to go to dinner. I'm 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 not going to go grab martinis with you at Howard's in a fucking balaclava. No, that'd be weird. Like, I'd be like, I'd be a little bummed if I was supposed to meet someone for a drink and you just walked in and you had to, and I was like, wait, are we getting? Is someone casing the joint or, yeah. oh, oh no, it's just Barrett just getting an absolute fit off of his ball club. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I find this, I, I kind of find this trend, um, well, atrocious. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't need that. I'm officially co-signed on that one. <laughs> I've heard you talk a lot of trash about the Siri voice on TikTok. Can we just agree that everyone thinks that's annoying at this point? Yes. Like just uh, figure it out. Do something else. Yeah. I don't think we need to explain reselling. No, it's annoying. The I I my note there is that this extent extends to way way beyond sneakers. People are reselling literally everything. Like it like if 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 there is a market to be cornered, people are doing it. And I, you know I hate like knocking a hustle. I hate knocking anybody's hustle to to make extra cash. But but this one is super super annoying. It's not great. It's not great. Like I I, I, I would just bet like you know. The amount of time and energy that you're putting into that, you could I feel like you could put into something else and make cash a different way. Because you're just fucking over your your your, your peers and your, your your people and your your other fellow humans. That's all you're doing. Can I can I ask you about two more of yours yeah, on yeah. your list? Uh, the ones that I want to look at are pad tie, uh-huh. as well as anything with an under a seven inch hem. Yeah. Okay. Start with pad tie. So yeah. So my pad tie one is kind of just a. Uh, Shot out of left field. I, I like pad thai, but I'm kind of throwing this in with your oysters. Like, explore the menu a little bit. Yeah. Like, ma- e- even if you're just stepping up to like pad siu, just to like make it a little different. I Dude, know. Just, it's so it's just a little too basic, and I and I feel like you can have a little bit or a lot more fun on the Thai menu. You know, I kind of feel this way. We we used to be Thai people. We used to be big Thai eaters. We've since uh, started getting way more into Indian food as of late. Mm-hmm. And all we order is the butter chicken, which feels like the pad thai of Indian food. <laughs> and I'm like, man, what if we just didn't do butter chicken one time? Yeah. What if we just got some? What if we got some kind and of I, wild ass? I, I know it's scary. I know it's scary. I, there are several places where I order the same thing every time. Yeah. But, but you got to branch out. Yeah, I th- I agree with this. I'm, I'm kind of whenever someone gets pad thai, I'm like, man, you're only getting that because you have no idea what anything else means <laughs> on that menu. That's that's why I like a good pad thai. But yeah, there's so much other good stuff. What about so? Yeah. Barrett, I'm a, I'm a noted short leg person, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and it kills me that I have to have an over seven inch hem. But I get it. Here's the thing: I get it. The, 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 there's something called fit migration, which is where like because the trends change and because you see different things and because you it slowly starts to like filter into your brain that one fit is good and another fit is no longer as good. Yeah, you, you will put on a seven something with a seven inch hem, and you will say, 
This is kind of skinny. Like seven inch, seven inches. What I promise, regardless of what your legs look like, it, it or, or how long they are, a seven inch hem is not going to look baggy. Okay. Like okay. The, it, the 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 wave the the vibe has shifted to a degree where like okay. set like baggy is like nine inch plus. Yeah, I so I I bought I have two pairs of pants that I would consider to be baggy. Yeah. One is something that I wear often, and I thought that I would get comments on it from people. No one has ever said one thing about the cut of the pants, anything. I think people just think they're my normal pants. The other pair is so baggy that I'm like legitimately worried to wear them out. Yeah. yeah. Sally was like. <laughs> what what are you doing but yeah. I, I but i still like i wore i put them on the other day because i was like ooh, i feel like these these baggy pants would go well with what i'm wearing on top i'm gonna toss them on and see yeah and i was like man i could wear these i would be fine but it's just scary there's something scary about uh wearing that baggy stuff out for the first time yeah and and uh and and i i mean the the i, I don't know if anything like kind of got it singed into our brains the way that slim fit st- stuff did it did over the decade it did you know from 2010 there was a big vibe shift when everyone started like only slim only slim like yes. had to be slim yes and so it's something that's really difficult to like break break away from yeah but it but but my point here is it that if you are this this is more like a directive uh, on if you think that you are fashionable or you want to have your clothes say that you are fashionable. Anything under a seven inch M won't look that way. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Very much noted. You're out on mullets. You're done. Done on the mullet. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And, and my, my, that's my out. My in is all 90s, 2000s boy band hair. Okay. The, the, I'm clearly recency biased here. No, with, I with, think this makes with, sense with, though. With, with my new look, but I, I'm going all the way here with the, like, do the Justin Timberlake popcorn thing. I would love. I would love to see someone doing that. Get get crazy with like the you know the the. Uh, Are we entering an era where like you go out with your like crew and you might just low key look like a boy band? Uh, we might be. Yeah. Because yes. I I could see that happening. Like you accidentally take a crew like a crew picture and you're yeah. all excited. And yeah. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, we look like in sync. Maybe a little. What? Maybe a little hard gel in your hair. Yeah. I might. You know? I might get the goggles that wrap around the, go- the head. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I yes. might do that. Yeah. Like, um. But basically, just pull up like any pictures of like ninety eight degrees in sync um, or the Backstreet Boys, and like pick a hairstyle. That's that's where I'm at. If you just really want to like throw caution to the wind, I and, need a new and, hairstyle. And, Maybe I'll do this and go nuts out there. I might go straight Joey Fatone in twenty twenty three. But the yeah, the the mullet. It, it's I, I just assert, like I see it. I'm just like it's, Al, it's Alex Bregman. That's um that's george springer that's it's, it's mike be, trout yeah like, it's, it's become kind of douchey it, baseball it, it, guy it's just a it's like a baseball player thing and that's it's I can't. very bro it's turned very bro-y as yes. opposed to very hipster yeah so it's I, no longer the dude pouring your coffee it's now the dude uh telling you to get out of the way so we can order six miller lights cor- and then bring cor- them back to the table and correct, his fingers correct. like that yeah it's now, not if you, good. now if like uh, you know uh friend of the pod friend of the friend of wash boosh uh-huh that's like a different level well, it's not. A, that's not like he a lives trend, a lifestyle. That's, like, that's not like a trendy mullet. That's he, just like a straight up Joe Dirt mullet. He lives a lifestyle of someone yeah. who should have a mullet. Like, <laughs> like it makes sense. So I don't want to take that away f- from him. No, yeah. no, no. But yeah, over like I think the people that are doing it because they think it's like the new cool thing. It's, you're gonna you're gonna get exposed for this relatively soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will, why don't you read your out list? Dirty vodka martinis. Grow up. Group texts. <laughs> uniform dressing. Arcteryx, but only in cities. Minimalism, restaurants with locations in New York City, Miami, Las Vegas, and Los Angeles. Anti-aging creams. Posting IG stories in the moment. Smartwatches and devices and oysters. Okay. What yeah. do you want to hear from? Uh, so I'm, I totally agree on the dirty vodka martinis. Uh, the re- I love your call on the restaurants that that have like the four big locations. Um, smartwatches, never been about them. I, I I can't just yeah. I, I just don't even have my wedding it. ring on today. I have nothing on de- the, on the hands. Detect yourself, people. Yeah, you don't need um, you don't need text notifications on your wrist. All right, here here's 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 my question. Yeah, if it's a chilly, very rainy day. Yeah, what am I supposed to wear if not Arcteryx? You can wear your Arcteryx. <laughs> you if, if if what I don't what I don't want to see you doing, Barrett. What I don't want to see you doing is wearing your Arcteryx on a fifty six degree day in New York City. 
where you're just standing outside maybe a very popular men's, uh, I don't know, you know, menswear store that also has a cafe. You don't need to have it on, but you just hope people see, oh man, Barrett spent $650 on that shell jacket. Yeah. We don't need it. We don't need it. Like, I don't want to see you guys wearing the beanies with the Arcteryx little like dragon thing or whatever it is on there. It's, it's, we know that you can afford it. The logos for me, they're they're on their way out. We don't need the big logos, and I know Arcteryx is generally very minimalistic anyway. But like, I just, it, I feel like it's become a thing, so much of a thing at this point that I don't, I don't care to see it unless you're skiing, unless you're doing something, unless you're scaling Mount Everest. You don't need the high end, top of the line Arcteryx stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Arcteryx though. Like I love, I ride for them as a brand, but I feel like it's almost like trite now to like wear it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, really. It, it, th- this is another one that just kind of like got beat in the ground by the by the TikTok kids. Yeah. a little bit, you know, with the shower videos and all that. Yeah, and so it, it it's tough, and I and 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 I am torn on it because I still I I really like and I still enjoy like the whole gorp movement. I do you know? too. I do too. Like I love li- it. I like the crunchy and outdoorsness outdoorsiness of that. I want to work for but Nike. I, ACGs. I, I do like you. Just you know when you see somebody that's like arced up to be arced up. Yeah. So that that's I, I definitely agree that that's out. Yes. Um, let's also touch on group texts. Are you? Are, I I think I find this one interesting because one, there's no way that I'm leaving my group text. Two, I don't know if it's just because I've been super busy the last three months, but I've I've been feeling less engaged and almost disenchanted with group texts recently. <sighs> I'm in so many group chats at this point. The other day, I looked down at my phone and I saw that I had 60 text messages and zero notifications about text messages. I opened up my texting app and I saw that I had about eight different group texts going off. All of them I had muted. And I thought to myself, <laughs> man, you don't want to be in these anymore, do you? And it's just a lot. It's a lot of keeping up. It's yeah, a, it, these yeah. They've turned into email threads that you can't escape. There's no easy out on them. There are group texts that I'm in that aren't relevant to my life at all at this point. And you, I have no way of getting out of them without sounding like a dick. I think we need to have one day a year where you can just get out of any group text guilt-free. <laughs> where you can you can leave and nobody's allowed to guilt you for Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah, it's yeah. just like, hey, I don't really watch this sport as much anymore. Do you guys mind if I just head out? I'm, but, I'm talking to you guys every day anyway. I, I almost think that you have to treat them Kind of like your Twitter feed. Look, you you don't see everything that crosses that that gets posted by somebody that you follow. Yeah, you check into your Twitter feed when you can. You scroll for a little bit, maybe blast out a tweet, maybe volume shoot, depending on the moment or the the situation, and then you move on. Then you close the app and you come back whenever else. That that is, I've I've noticed that is what is happening in like one of my main group chats, where it's like it's generally three people kind of going off on something. And maybe you're not that interested in it, or maybe you're busy, yeah. and you just like wait till the next thing pops up that you're more interested in, or when you're when you're free to contribute. Yeah. And it's just like, but but it, like if I miss something in the group text, I'm no longer like scrolling 87 messages Agreed. up to see what was what was said. I will click in, click out, not even think about it yeah. anymore. And if I missed it, I apologize. But hey, there's a lot of stuff in there. You can't expect everyone to read everything. Yeah. 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 Anything else you want to touch on from your outlist? Right? Let me see. Uh, posting IG stories in the moment. What are you doing? What are, you, what are you doing? What if something better happens? And you're like, shit, I already posted that. I got to delete that. I got to get the better picture up there. No, just, just save it. Save, save it. it for your film stuff. And like, what? Are, like, just be careful out there. Like, what, you don't want to go get mugged because you're like, oh my God, we're walking here. Like, no, don't do not do that. That's true. Don't do that. You don't want someone to see your geolocation. Then you're, right. They're like, oh, they just posted a photo of them like fucking vaping and i don't know who who's posting them vaping on instagram <laughs> whatever like you're posting a photo with your like high-end purse from right, this yeah. restaurant and then yes. suddenly some dude walks in and you're murked bye yeah i don't know why i went that dark route no, be- because that that i i don't want to be look we're again um we're at that age or it might start buying into a little bit of that fear mongering out there. Yeah, maybe. There's some there's some shit going down. I've heard I've I've heard stories from friends about stuff. Not quite like not from a social post, but like being followed home from a restaurant. So that's so, everything. Yeah, like there there's wild shit going on out there. Something I did that I really enjoyed and it actually made my life better was when we were in Italy. I told myself I wasn't going to post anything in the moment. I was going to take my phone out only to take photos of things, and I was going to put my phone away. And I ended up having a really enjoyable time in my downtime of editing the photos, going through my old photos, and then just doing a mass upload of them and just like putting them all up that way. I enjoyed doing it more that way. And I think it's because I enjoy taking in people's content that way. 
Uh, my good friend yep. Katie, who's been on this before, she runs Lux and Knicks, uh, d- does a lot of travel work, and she's been a nice guest on the podcast. She's helped out a lot of listeners. Uh, she actually was the first person that started doing this uh, on my feed, and she would do it from her travels everywhere. And when she started doing that, I was like, I like watching the evolution of your trip happen all at once. And I can see four days worth of content yeah, and really feel like I was actually like there as opposed to riding along with you the entire time and just seeing one or two stories sporadically all the time. I like kind of, I like seeing the whole story in front of me. Yeah. You, and you also, I mean, this is also like something that can be bad with social media is that you is, is as you know, people talk about ad nauseum, like you're really only seeing somebody's highlights, Yeah. but for something like a trip. I kind of just want to see the highlights. Yeah. Like, a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't need to post every single thing from yeah. every day that you're there. Like, so I, I hear what you're saying about kind of like editing it a little bit to show the best parts of, of each day. And I, yeah. I think that's more digestible and more enjoyable content for your, for your followers, whether you're just sent, you know, shooting out to friends and family or whether you're a whole ass influencer. Yeah, exactly. And the final thing I have on mine is number five, minimalism. Mainly talking about that in graphic design. I feel like we're, we need to get out a little bit. Sure. I feel like people are getting a little boring. Yeah. I feel like everyone's using Canva now to like make acceptable graphics for social media. So everything's starting to look the same and everything's intentionally minimalistic because it's easier to do and pull off if you have a good template, whatever. Now, I think I think we need to get a little messier, a little more chaotic. I mean, obviously, I have anti-aging creams on there because of our chaotic queen, uh, Julia Fox. Sure. And I think we need to get a little more chaotic all over everything, mainly graphic design and stuff like that. I'm I'm just kind of over the, the I'm into boring. It. Yeah. Yeah. I want I want a bunch of shit thrown Shout, at the wall. Shouts to like brain dead and online ceramics, you know. Exactly. Like, I get, like the chaos of that lo- now. I loopy, think it's more get fun. Loopy with it. Like and I have uniform uh when I had in the out, I had like uniform dressing. Yeah. Like that is the exact to me that's the same thing as minimalism. I don't care if you're uniform dressing at this point. We got through the pandemic, we all started dressing a little more dumbed down because we didn't have to dress up for anything. Now we're over it. I think it's time to peacock and everyone needs to have a little bit more fun. Like we said, make it slutty, make it yeah. sexy. Get slutty, get start slutty. getting like slutty layers on and just do it. <laughs> just do it. Um, there's only one thing that, there's only one more thing I want to touch on. If anything else piques anybody's interest here, please feel free to, to get at us to, to ask what was that about, such as Vespas. No, no further comment on that. <laughs> but uh, tiny beanies. We had, we had, our, we had our week of uh, the tiny beanies. I admitted that they're not for me, and I, I still feel that way. But here's what I was thinking and the reason why I included these on my end list for the most part, tiny beanies have been living in the realm of your fashion guy, your Soho guy, your hipster guy, your, uh-huh. bar- your baristas, your, you know, that dude. Yeah. Right. With the bean, but they've not really trickled down into the mainstream. Correct. And I, I just like, I just like had this vision of our guy, Dave Ruff walking in like his Howard brothers trucker jacket and yeah. like a tiny beanie on with his mustache. And I was like, I need tiny beanies to come all the way, you know, to 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 reach a guy like Dave. I like tiny beanies. Yeah, I know they get made fun of by people. I like them because, like, I think he, I think he'd kind of pull it off a little bit. I kind of feel like gigantic. I feel like I feel like the thing that's out is like normal fitting beanies. <laughs> I feel like large ones are coming back. They're storming in. They're storming in real big, like so, slouchy Ashton Kutcher style. No, I there. I'm thinking more like very folded, but like almost okay, like yeah, just yeah, yeah, big, yeah. like right. round yeah. kind of feeling. They're not deep, but they're they're voluminous in uh, fabric. What about my one from DC Shoes that has a little mini brim on it, dude? I'd be fine with that. <laughs> I'd be fine if you're doing anything with skate gear. I'm in at this point. I am so in. Well, bear, we had other stuff to talk about today, and guess what? We're not talking about nah, that stuff. That might have to get dude, punted. I think. Are punt we going to punt it? Are we going to do one more episode before the year's out? I think we will. Okay. Yeah. yeah Deal. Um, this was fun. Do you, this was great. Do you even want to add anything to your wish list this week? Not really. I'm adding something. This is so. I hope Sally. Okay. Okay. Me for Christmas. All right, all right. I want one thing. I, I have never. I haven't put anything ALD on my wish list in a long time. There's one thing I want. I should have gotten it myself, but I haven't done it yet, and it's the sold out ALD on their website. Drake's balaclava. I want the purple tie. I need huh? a tie that I can wear with my green suit because at this point, I've already worn my green suit a million times with the same tie, and I'm not going to get rid of the green suit anytime soon. This is the tie that I want to pair with it for my next uh, non-summer wedding. I want to have a little dark, like purple moment with my green suit. I'm putting it on the list. Okay. Uh, I will add something and it's actually, it's, it's more of an imminent cop. Okay. Because I've, I've already purchased it. Okay. Um, I was very inspired recently by a picture of Austin Butler that I saw on Reddit 
and you you may see me imitate the the kit a little bit on Saturday. Let's go. And what I needed to pull trig on to to really make it pop and to do the whole thing is a pair of Doc Martens. <sighs> okay. So I I per, and 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 you know I'm a, I'm a shouts to all my fellow short kings out there. I went for the Bex. The 1460 is the very classic eight eye Doc Martin. The Bex has the thicker lug sole. Yes, I'll take every inch I can get. Oh yeah. Um, and and I've got two options coming in. I've got the round toe, and then something I probably should have put on my in list. I know this is scary, but square toe. Wow, yeah. it's square I, toes I, in. I, yeah, I've got a square toe option coming just to see. I, <sighs> the round is very classic, very traditional. Kind of, you know, can't go wrong. Like you waited till after the hour mark of the podcast but to you, say that square toe is in. But you know that I, you know, I like to 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 kind of get out there with it a little bit too. So, so may, you might see me rocking the square toe. We'll see. I don't hate this, but I that, don't hate th- this. this is, I've got some new boots coming in the mail. I, and and don't get me wrong, Doc Martens. This this is not new. This is not like ooh, Doc Martens are suddenly popular now. They've been popular. I'm just finally adding them to the war, to the wardrobe because. I was so inspired by this one kit. I think I probably I, I have some I have some Blundstones coming in the mail, so yeah. I, pr- I probably have them on my wish list somewhere. But yeah. I've got Sally bought some for me for Christmas, and they 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 are a uh, imminent arrival. I'm excited. Boot boys, Rise boot boys. Up. All right, guys. Uh, this has been fun. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, there's not going to be as much on the listener digest this week, just because we only covered like our ins and outs yeah. so i'll be putting those up there those but overall there. uh go check it out if you're li- if you're a listener go check it out on youtube give us a give us a chance to earn your business over on youtube.com slash sunday scaries podcast but other than that uh i think that's all she wrote for today great pod all right let's get out of here <laughs>